Hi everyone, um, welcome back to Technically, the podcast where me and a bunch of other friends, we just ramble about stuff to do with tech. Um, I'm Rufaro and today I am joined by Valentine. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are. Valentine here. Yeah. And Ed. Hey, yo, 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 Yu-Gi-Oh! You sound like you had a really yeah, good... How you doing? <laughs> Your week was good, Ed. Like you're super hyped. <laughs> actually, oh, actually, it wasn't special. It was just for those. <laughs> and yeah, the stranger was just butting in. It's none other than Baby Boy uh, Gaming, or uh, as you <laughs> as you might know him, Farai. Yeah, let's let's use Farai. <laughs> Big uh, boy gaming uh, doesn't sound cool. I mean, that's the way they'll find you on YouTube, right? Yeah, you gotta yeah. shout it out for the gaming content. You'll find it at Baby Boy Gaming. Um, can, so I, can I interject for a minute, just for one minute? Um, go I ahead. Some of his titles. I forgot some of his titles. Um, and I think we should rectify this since we have him around. <laughs> the internet savage, <laughs> the Twitter vulture, keyboard warrior. <laughs> Keyboard warrior, the one man wrecking crew. Yes, Prime Zingo. Okay, I'm done. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Um, so, yeah, so the week is over. And for me, I'm super hyped when it's a Friday because Friday is game night. And today we're going to be talking about games. So, starting off, um, there's this game that got released recently on PC, Xbox, and PS4, Cyberpunk 2077. And it was in in the works for it was a ten years, right? I'm not sure, but it's it's been quite a while since it's been in the works. But yeah, essentially almost a decade. I think eight, yeah. but I could be wrong. Yeah, so eight years. So it's one of those games where you're waiting for a long time for it to be released. You're super hyped. And then 2020, it was like, okay, this is releasing this year. And they pushed the release date a couple of times. And then finally on the 10th of December. It came out and yeah, a mixed bag of feelings from two people basically. So their platforms, the people on PC are like, flip, this is fantastic. And then the people, at least I think, and then the people on, on consoles, PS4 or Xbox, they're like, oh, flip, this is, this is trash. Like what's going on? And I have, I have not played the game, but fortunately Farai has played the game, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Let, let me let him, you know, just share his... Unfortunately, I've played the game. <laughs> On PS4. I pre-ordered the game. But anyway, funny story. Funny story, actually. Remember, Rufaro, when one of the first trailers came out in 2018, and at the time, we were still working together. And I think mm. we watched it during the lunch break. It was a gameplay trailer that was like 45 minutes long. And I couldn't talk about it. And yeah, fast forward to today. talking about it today, but... Yeah, yeah, it came out. I'm a PS4 player, so I, I'm not part of the, the PC guys who are saying the game works fine and whatnot. Um, it, it's kind of a disaster. I don't know where to begin. Like, I don't know if you guys have any like particular questions. There's okay, a lot so, of things to complain about. So, so I think before we get to the nasty experience, maybe I would just want to find out why did you pre-order the game in the first place? Uh, because yeah, you didn't wait for it to get released. You are you are sold before the game was even out. Why? Okay, so I pre-ordered it. 
primarily for one reason, uh, baby boy gaming. As I mentioned before, there's a YouTube channel where we're making content and <clears throat> we intended for, just my brother and I, when I say we, we intended for um, Cyberpunk 2077 to be our first game that we would walk through entirely. entirely. And yeah, that's not going to happen anymore because of the state the game is in. So it was primarily that. And the second reason, which is less of a reason, is um, The Witcher 3. If you've played The Witcher 3, you know that uh, that's a, a, yes, serious, I have. a seriously good game. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. So I thought um, they're going to deliver a good game. Uh, same creators as Witcher 3? Sorry, what? Come again? Are they the same creators as Witcher 3? Yeah, CDPR, same, same developer. Uh-huh. So, so I thought they would, they would get the job done, or at least uh, give us a, a decent uh, game. Because to be fair, when The Witcher 3 came out, it was broken. But yeah, this is a, a different level for Hmm. Ed, Ed and Valentine, do you guys believe in pre-orders? Because uh, I'm starting to be skeptical already from this experience of like you pre-order and it comes out and it's nasty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on like um, I think the the quality of the product that you want to pre-order. So, for example, if Sony was to release um, the WH1000XM5s. Because of their track record with the first generation uh, 1000Xs, the XM3s, the XM4s. Oh, flip, I I forget. I'm speaking in code. Yes, very (laughs) nice headphones from Sony. (laughs) So like if you if you know the track record, which is which I guess is kind of like a bummer for for Fabio because that's the pitfall he went into track record the game was good games <laughs> Cyber, uh, 2077 was supposed to be one of those but it was and especially so for like console uh, gamers so I guess in in my case yes if the track record is cool but um, yeah there's a big asterisk to it there's a risk to it um, it's something that I don't do with phones apparently <laughs> I never buy a phone when it's brand new I always buy it a year after also, just so I I get to read the reviews and see what, what what's wrong with it. But man, I'm 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 speaking so many disadvantages, but then I have faith in pre-ordering. But yeah, like those are just my thoughts on pre-ordering. So so maybe just a bit of additional context. Uh one the reason, one of the reasons why we pre-ordered is because it would allow us to download the game in advance. So it's a 100 gig game. If you have Zim internet, you will have an idea of how 100 gig could take uh, a day or two or three or more to download. For us, it ended up being maybe 12 to 16 hours to download. So we wanted to get the content out as soon as possible. So pre-ordering was one of the only ways we could do it. So generally, I don't believe in pre-ordering anything at all, but in terms of what we're trying to do, it's something we had to do because we had to beat the early cycle, early content cycle. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense from 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 the perspective you're coming from. Okay, this is a business that I'm trying to build, and you know, there's content generation to it, and this was like an investment 
into the pipeline of the content um, that you're going to be making. Valentine, you seem to be uh, wanting to say something over there. Oh, no, I, I didn't, but yeah, I was just going to say um, no pre-orders, you know, get the thing when it works. <laughs> don't waste your time with things that don't work. Like with anything, let them work the bugs out first, because yeah. um, like most people I'm hearing that PC is pretty good, and I've watched some watch-alongs on, you know, Baby Boy Gaming, of course, and my other, my, my other less favorite YouTube channels, gaming channels, so um, the PC stuff has been awesome, uh, and it's, you know, console is just a testament to say, just let them fix the stuff first before you go. Uh, and, and invest your money, especially in Zip. Like, unless you're a content creator, yeah. <laughs> it's just wait for it for them to get it up and running because I hey, mean, even, the stress even off. if you are a content creator, it doesn't it doesn't uh, lessen the blow of you spending like sixty bucks. <laughs> mm, true, but like, but like, think about it. But like, think about it with a content creator. If you're reporting glitches, everybody wants to see that. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. there's something wrong with this game. So it serves the purpose. It, it, you get some views out of that. Yeah. Oh, so people are not familiar with um, Cyberpunk. It's it's how how could you explain it? Almost like GTA type of game. Yeah, it's an open world game set in the future, like some dystopian science stuff. I don't know what the genre is, but it's open world. Mm. So you're navigating this um, city that's supposed to be beautiful, um, but then it doesn't look as as nice as as it should. So I guess that's where we start off with in in terms of what was not executed well in terms of the console release. So the first thing would be the graphics that um, were advertised, especially uh, from a PC perspective, when you then went to PS4, those are like scaled down uh, massively. Yeah, yeah, scaled down doesn't mean cut it, man. And <laughs> so, so in the community, there are people who are arguing that um, this is seven year old hardware. And you guys should be grateful that it runs on, on this thing at all. But if we're being honest, and if you follow video games, you know there's GTA 5. That looks amazing, much better than Cyberpunk. You know there's Assassin's Creed. You know there's Red Dead Redemption 2. Should not run on the PS4 if we're, if we're being frank. But it does, and it runs wonderfully. So it, it doesn't look good at all. It looks like... Um, something running on a low-end laptop. Yeah, the frame rates are bad. It looks like a game that wasn't finished. And I think it is a game that wasn't finished. Um, evidence, and I don't know if you guys saw the news, but uh, Sony uh, delisted the game and they're giving everyone refunds, which is pretty much um, unprecedented. We've never seen or heard of anything that's on, on, on PlayStation. Wow, so so it's that bad. Okay, I can't even. I'm trying to imagine. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay, on the on. Okay, paint a picture for me. Okay, in terms of graphics. So instead of looking like like what like what does it look like? If if you're trying to get one um, thing. So okay, maybe maybe I can I can kind. Of, it's hard to describe things that are visible, but you know, there's uh, texture popping. So like you're driving and then trees are loading in like just before the, you know, that cuts you out of the world. Um, you walk up to a car and it's low resolution and then loads the rest of the pictures. Sometimes you get into the car, you can't change the camera. Um, the most irritating for me wasn't even graphically related because to be fair, the story seems um, good enough to, 
you can like suffer through it. You can kind of uh, suffer through it. So, no, so so for me, sorry to to like break yeah. you off. For me, I'm a graphics person. If it does not look good, I am most likely just going yeah. to stop playing it because that's part of the whole <laughs> experience. I have to get immersed in it. Um, so sometimes when I try, I haven't fortunately come across a game where it looks like utter trash on my laptop. So that's fortunate. Yeah. But if I were to come across a game that does not look really nice on my laptop, I'll probably just stop playing it because I'm like, ah, yeah, <laughs> I, the story may be great, but for me, it's not the same point. I, I don't know about the other guys. Are you more of, okay, graphics don't matter. It's all about the story or it's like, hey, a balance or it's like, hey, the graphics, if they're not great, uh, I won't even touch it. Story. Sorry, (laughs) but I must put this in. The story is what matters. If you don't have a good story to a game, then it can look as pretty as it wants to, but it won't. It won't hit that nerve. You could see this this feels satisfying. I've completed something that was worth doing. So, for me, it's 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 pretty much stories. Uh, And one of the reasons why I love uh, Deus Ex: Human Revolution or one of the Deus Ex games, which I I feel like Cyberpunk is kind of ripping off. Kind of, but we won't get into that. Yeah, so uh, I, I, you know, if, if the story isn't good, then even if it looks as pretty as it can, I will not engage in into the game. There are lots of games I have stopped playing simply because it was nice, but it wasn't getting anywhere. Uh, for example, one of my favorite games, Borderlands. The graphics are right, but the story is incredible. It just takes you on these loops and runs, and and you know you get to explore new places and stuff. And the characters you meet have actual quote unquote character. So that just builds to the whole thing. And it, even the I couldn't play it on high graphics because the, the PC that I was on was, you know, shady. But um, <laughs> from my interaction, from my playing with the game, it did, uh, it was it was pretty awesome. Um, so, Ed, you can come back in now. So. <laughs> well, as for me, like, um, it's an interesting one. So I love the visuals a lot. Um, but for for the earlier part of my gaming, what can I say? It can't be a career because I never made money out of it. But my early experiences with gaming, um, they I was using subpar hardware. I didn't have a GPU. I was relying on like Intel graphics. So I could not play high-end games with like crazy visuals. And the ones that would accept the peasant GPU that I had, um, they, I would be running everything on like minimal detail. But I am a visual person. I make videos, so I love seeing nice things. So for me, the visuals were more in line with the cinematic experience of uh, of the scenes that I am playing, how the scene looks. And it was more about that and less about uh, the actual detail in terms of the colors, the texture, the textures, the sharpness and resolution. So, yeah, but... Again, the stories played a big part in me enjoying whichever games that I enjoyed at that point to the extent that um, even if the graphics were not that great, I would just play the game. But then again, most of the games that I was playing are not story-based games or open-world games because those are heavy. So most of them would not even try to run on my PC. So again, most of the games that I played were like first person shooter games and uh car racing games so you're sort of like arcade games your 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 combat games you know your street fight across tekken and 
some of those like visuals are not the thing you go to. It's more of just the action that's in them and the explosions, the cinematics that's in them. If it's your like Call of Duty or your Battlefield. But yeah, so, so it's a mixed bag. Where I loved the story, I didn't care too much about the graphics, but um, where the stuff did run okay on my PC, I would really appreciate visuals. Mm. So more of the story, like with anything, extremes are bad. Um, you need <laughs> some form of a balance. Uh, so this short poll just tells us you need a balance between graphics and story. Um, so you're saying that graphics are not the, it wasn't the worst thing that you encountered. Uh, what else was not polished up with the game? Okay, so so speaking of graphics, the thing is, if coming from, from backgrounds like ours, we're in Africa, just for context for listeners, Africa, and you don't get to spend much on games if you're just the average African kid. So graphics were never really the bar because for me, at least growing up, I would play anything that was there to play. Like, <laughs> so graphics, I would read about graphics in, in magazines and any and, and other outlets. But uh, that's, that's really me digressing. The thing that uh, irritated me the most was really one thing, and, and I haven't played the game that happened. And I think that was Sunday. Monday. Uh, and it was... Uh, a fight, uh, a fight scene. Actually, it was a combat uh, sequence where, so I had gotten into a room full of um, enemy AI or gangsters, and I had died in that room. So I spawned again, and this time I took a different approach, and I took uh, the stealth approach. Well, it was kind of stealth. I took stealth to the degree where they don't see me getting into the room, and then I threw like four grenades, and these grenades exploded. Uh, the enemies take hits. And then they just froze in place. And I started shooting at them one by one and they weren't shooting back or when they were shooting back, they were missing. So the AI is so broken in, in Cyberpunk. And this is after the patch, the first patch that came out. It's so broken, like it takes you out of the world because now it's like you're fighting these fools. And if you've watched uh, footage, <laughs> if you've watched people <laughs> complaining about the game, they speak about the AI regarding enemies and the AI regarding cops. Cops don't do anything. They just look at you cause havoc in the game. And, and these are basic features, man. You've got games from 2000 and what, 2005? When is GTA San Andreas? When was that? Released? That GTA San Andreas yeah, a couple of years ago. Uh, police AI than Cyberpunk. And that's like a decade and a half ago. So How this is now... Yeah, that's what I was, I was, about, I was about to go to, Kuti. Um, so this is now no longer a, a platform issue now. Like, you can't then blame to be like, oh, okay, it's because you're playing the game on PS4, which is an eight-year-old yeah. yeah. uh, or a how-many-year-old console. It's like, no, this is not graphics. This is just a simple <laughs> thing, mechanics of the actual game that's not working. Like, how how how's that? Like, how do you deliver this to customers? Like, yeah, I'm running out of words as well. I'm like, yeah, like, how do you get and to the, the game? Also crashes. The game also crashes. So you could be playing, and then do something, and then it just crashes. And it, it doesn't matter that you've made progress, or it, it just crashes. It stops working. And that happens. It happened at least twice for me. 
But I think it's only happened twice because I stopped playing it. <laughs> so, so while we're on the the AI thing, um, so this is happening on both platforms, or is it a PS? Because that's very interesting. Like, if it turns out it's just on a PS4 thing, I then have to question what he add. No, I'm asking. It's a, it's a question. <laughs> yeah, you can finish off your question, so I'll answer you like. Okay, so because if it turns out that it's on a PS4 thing, then I'll, you know, someone my conspiracy, conspiracy, cons- eh, that word. <laughs> Some of your theories. <laughs> yes, English is not my first language, okay. Um, I'll summon my theories, conspiracy theories, and I'll be like, so did they intentionally make a bad PS4 version of the game um, to boost PC cells? Uh, would they gain something from that? Um, I don't think so. I, I don't see the point, but yeah. Um, is that type of bug of AI happening on both platforms or just one? Yeah, I think I think even, even though on PC it is running better, it's not the game people were promised. So so some, some PC users have game-breaking bugs as well. So the only distinction that's really there in terms of PC and console is that in terms of graphics and frame rates, it runs uh much better it, it, it's it's extremely better in terms of graphics and and so, so so some of the graphical issues i refer to like texture popping and all that stuff it's not there on pc but in terms of ai and um i can't really speak to that that much but there are videos i've seen where the police ai is still dumb af like you can't make an excuse it still it still doesn't it's, st- it's still not the game people promised. And that's the and that's ultimately the thing. I think regardless of how you look at it, even on the PCs where people are saying running fine, it's ultimately not the game people were promised. Because even if you look at uh, in-game choices, they're not as effective as, as, or at least they're not as far-reaching as people thought they would be. So there's just a lot surrounding Cyberpunk 2077. Which is which is which is crazy. I think I think the stock actually dropped by I think twenty nine percent or something after the release. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Uh... Sorry, I wanted to interject the host and say, um, like games coming out. Uh, also, question to Farai: Games coming out and not being exactly what we thought they would be seems to be like one of those things that's common with these highly anticipated um, titles. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember No Man's Sky a while back. Yeah. It came out and people were like, yo, this is nothing like what you guys promised. The features aren't anywhere close. <laughs> it doesn't look anywhere near to what you guys. But then the thing is that it got better as, as you know, the updates came along. So is it, or well, my question would be this, is it like, should games companies like undersell their games a bit? You know, uh, so that you know they allow for these developments. I know hype generates, yeah. uh, you know, money because people then buy into it. But do you think that you know these games designers and games developers can just say, you know, what, let's just tone it down a bit? I think that Keanu uh, snippet kind of made it worse. Well, he's actually in the game, so <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying, like, it, would would you think like if you're a games developer after your experiences with with um, with uh, Cyberpunk, exactly. do you think they should undersell their products going forward to like at least temper things until they can release something that's worth putting out there? Not undersell. Uh, tell consumers the truth. So, so undersell becomes another extreme where we're saying uh, we're, we're coming from overselling. Underselling is now an extreme. Uh, if I'm going to spend my money, tell me the truth. So it's like uh, what happened with what's it, what's it called? 
the review situation. The um, reviewers weren't allowed to use their own footage on PC. Reviewers were only allowed to, to review the game on PC. There were no console reviews because they knew people would stop buying the game. People wouldn't buy the game. So that's, that, that's to me, that's intentionally deceptive. And it's not about underselling or overselling. It's tell me what's there, and then I'll make an objective decision to buy. I mean, that doesn't do great for, for the stock prices and whatnot. So studios or publishers are going to keep trying to like hoodwink consumers, I think. But yeah, for, for CDPR, I think it's going to be, for me, it's like, this is personal. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to find <laughs> If I ever buy the game, I'm gonna buy it when it's like 20 bucks. Um, if they ever have another game, I'm gonna wait for as long as possible until I consume it. So it's like they've lost a lot of people. So it's like in the long run, what have you done? So I think just tell, tell consumers the truth. Fair enough. Uh, so you've lost trust in them, essentially, is what you're saying. Oh, definitely, man. Well, I mean, so, so some of it is, is like, you know how it is, it's when, I think you guys have seen that meme that says it's the hope that kills you. Sometimes you, we do this to ourselves where it's like, you haven't seen the game, like why are you believing in a product that's not finished so much? Like there's no, it's not a rational way of approaching things, but also we're not like exactly rational beings. So my approach is I've played Witcher, which was arguably one of the best games I've played on PS4. Well, I think it is the best game I've played on PS4. And I was going into that. You can't disassociate those memories with new project, even though mm -hmm. you maybe probably should. So yeah, the trust is gone. <laughs> I feel betrayed. <laughs> oh, that's a hard that's a hard place to be in. Um for you and well i guess for you it's like yeah dude, the other companies are going to make games so uh, I'll, I'll move on um but from yeah. from their point of view it's like they've lost um someone was a lawyer at this point uh customer because hey you it was a no-brainer for you to buy again yeah yeah it, it was definitely something we were going to buy now it's like yeah you get the refund even after they updated it's uh, it's like ah, I'll, I'll wait until it's on sale not so you're, you say you're proceeding with getting the refund instead of uh, Valentine was mentioning, hey, like this, this could just be early. Of course, you could have avoided them, but yeah. at this point, we could just say they're early bugs, um, and those eventually be fixed, and the game will become great. Um, <laughs> you're not willing to be like, okay, let me not ask for a refund. Let me just keep um, the because when you when you get a refund, you then lose access to the game, right? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. So you so you then don't get a refund. You you keep access to the game and it gets better and you keep playing it. You're like ah, if it ends up getting better, hey, I'm past this. Um, give me my money. Let me move on. Yeah. So it's a combination of two things. So like Valentine's Day when he referenced No Man's Sky. I think No Man's Sky, uh, Fallout are the recent ones, and now Cyberpunk where what was promised and what came out are like so radically different. So yeah, you can wait if you want. It's like No Man's Sky, I think is, is now apparently a great game. I haven't played it myself, but I've heard the community say. But even for No Man's Sky, man, it took almost like a year or two to uh, shape up to become uh, a great game. 
but also there's no guarantee that it will become a great movie. So Fallout 76 never recovered. It's just, or at least in my opinion, just a bad game even today. I would like to think it's a bad game. It was a bad game the year after it was released. So there's no guarantee that it's going to get better. And secondly, there were just too many lies. It's like, ah, give me I'm tired of the lies. Yeah. So like, um, don't you trust Sony that, you know, this is egg on face for them. Like this is a big face plan for them. So they'll have to come back strong when the game comes out. Don't you like trust them to think that they would like, they'll try to, I don't know, make amends for all of this and try to smooth things over. Cause other things that this game, it's been, it's been pushed back a couple of times, right? Or was it even more? Yeah. And it felt like, you know, it felt like one of those games that like, like again, upon the hype was so hyped, it wasn't ready. And this happened yeah. so many times with, 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 with things. And Sony kind of, you know, I think coinciding with PS5 launch again, this might not have been a decision that the games developer made, but probably something that happened with Sony corporate. Like, you know, no, no, no. The... so so what happens there is 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 Sony doesn't uh push developers. So this is this is really on CDPR. And it's why it's why Sony ended up delisting because they're like Take, take this trash off the store <laughs> and all the negative publicity and all the call center calls we're receiving coming on the store. Take it off and, and, and deal with it off our platform for now. And then when it's ready, we can put it back up. So essentially, Sony really has, has no blame at all. Sony or Microsoft uh, have no blame because they're not involved in the development or the publishing. It's really on, on CDPR. And what I think is I think the game wasn't ready, but they might have done it because of uh, investors to uh, fend off investor pressure and they wanted a big chunk of the holiday sales. That's what I think happened. Really. But with the, with, the, with the title being that big and with the names and all we've seen about it, wouldn't, have been, wouldn't, have, yeah. wouldn't it have been better to say, listen, we're going to miss the holiday period, but this game has already got so much clout that we'll still make the cash even after. <laughs> So I, I, I don't think so, Valentine. But before, mm. before I look at it like this, uh, look, for look example, I'm with Valentine. I think they were going to make their money either way. Well, yep. Maybe, uh, maybe another, um, another what's it called? Another delay certainly would have had um, people pulling out their money. Mm. But sure. but but as a consumer, so I was talking to my brother a few a few I think days or weeks before the game released, and we had pre-ordered, and he was saying, "Man, we pre-ordered." If this thing comes out and it's buggy, it's going to be crazy. And I told him, on my life, I think this thing is going to come out buggy. I didn't think it was going to be this bad, but I just didn't think they could afford to delay it anymore as well. I, I, it's a tricky one. They, they might have had to refund people, but considering they knew the game they had, <laughs> the right thing to do was definitely delay because the consumers, I don't know, man. And, and, and they're saying they've got two patches coming out, one in, in, in January, another in February. So maybe that means the game would have come out earliest in March. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that would have meant for, for their pictures, for their, their stock. But either way, it's, the stock has tanked mm-hmm. in the way. So, but it's easy to analyze these things like in hindsight. Yeah. You've already seen how it's played out. You should have done this. Yeah. 
and yeah. twenty twenty. Maybe it's a, it's a it's a case of that they thought they'd get the patches out fast enough um, to be able to stave off the first wave, and it doesn't seem like that has been the case. So this is why I'm pushing towards delaying, <laughs> because I'm like, yo, delaying and telling the the consumers the truth, like what you're saying before. Like, guys, listen, this thing is not anywhere near where we want you guys to have it yet. We want you to get the game the game you want to pay for, the 60 bucks you want to pay for. Um, and even if hindsight is 2020, they have this internally and I'm sure they have risk assessors and whatnot. So we can say, listen, if we drop it now, exactly, like if we drop this now, though, we're going to make a massive mistake. And like what you're saying, the trust is now gone. So, hey, uh, I don't know what Rafael and Edward add on. Going for them was the pandemic. True, true. And these guys are making the game from home. That makes it uh, exponentially harder. If you tell me a loyal customer that we've, we've never faced these challenges before, because that was what I was saying to my brother. I was saying, look, man, as, as much as we don't want another delay and we don't think there'll be, there'll be bugs because they've delayed the game so many times, they've delayed the game whilst working in the pandemic. So I think that's why I thought there were going to be bugs. But I didn't think it was going to be unplayable. I just thought it was going to be uh, like the Witcher 3 or something. Like that. So, because my excuse for them was, they're working in the pandemic, and and most of us know how that is. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I'm not I'm not against um, delays. Um, I was just going reacting to the point where you guys are like, okay, if they had delayed and not they had the Christmas rush, they still would have made approximately the same amount because people already hyped. I was going like, ah, I don't think so. I think they would have made less by delaying yeah, past the, the, the holiday. Uh, but I guess the problem started way back when they said this is coming out in 2020. At that point, that's where the big issue came up. Maybe they made this decision before COVID. So I guess with the timelines yeah. that they were seeing working together um, in, in an office. But I, I, I also good. think it got delayed twice within COVID, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I, yeah, at that point, I think the first time they should have, like what you guys are saying, being like, hey, guys, um, this is now new, uh, so it's not going to happen according to the timelines mm-hmm. we had before, so you're just going to have to be patient, um, you'll get your candy eventually. You know, delayed and, and so another and interesting that. thing that made me think of as you say that, Rufaro, mm. there was an Xbox One X, uh, Cyberpunk edition Xbox One X. Like, why the hell would you buy it now? <laughs> yeah, there's also there's also a Cyberpunk edition smartphone. I don't remember if it's Oppo or or if it's OnePlus, but yeah. That's okay. One of those. You can buy that and use the phone. But if you buy the Xbox One X, why would you buy the Xbox One X for like 399 bucks when the Xbox Series X, which is better, is out? And it's like, it's too big to buy the phone. And you've got these marketing deals and you've got all these weird things going on, all these partnerships, and the game isn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to understand. Yeah, huge overstep there. Uh, misstep there, yeah. Oh, well, uh, it happens. I guess they just the have to learn from it. Have to learn from it, and we are taking notes over here, uh, fellow developers. Okay, make sure your timelines have two years extra in case things go haywire. I think they did have two years extra because I think this is 
Don't should have been twenty eighteen. <laughs> wow, this is hilarious, man. You, I don't know. I don't know what to say about. It. But also, to be fair, I think the initial timelines were were based on employees slaving away. So that's another problem as well. Is that uh, the studio had issues with crunch where employees were required to work six day weeks uh, and they were working night and just not, they, they weren't living right, or at least according to them, they were, were leaking stuff to, to, were leaking stuff to media. Uh, the thing just wasn't right. So, uh, so yeah, I've actually heard about that. Like the gaming industry is is not that good at you know work life balance. The question that then came into my mind right now is you are saying the stock has tanked. Um, obviously revenue has dropped because sorry, people are not buying it anymore. Um, most of these reviews, revans are now all happening. So my question is have I I guess it's too early, but have any layoffs happened because? If people have lost well, their they jobs, can't do oh. that now. They, now they can't do that because that's a PR disaster. Mm, Not only right. have you enslaved the people who make the game, now you fire. Oh my word! That that I don't know how they would do that. That would, okay. I think that would be the last straw for the game. Like even <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people enjoy the game that much, but like if you enjoy the game to the point where you don't care about the person making. It's kind of self-defeating, isn't it? Like, so who makes the next version? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they can do that. Okay. Um. Because if 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 that had happened, then I would have been like, "Ish, hey, like what you said, you you slaved people, and then you launch this game that doesn't work out, and then in the end, yeah. all these people lose their livelihoods. Essentially, um, it's like, hey, <laughs> it's not- self-defeating." <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, well, as, as as far as I go, um, yeah, I think I'm all fed up of cyberpunk, <laughs> and just from us talking about it. I'm glad I didn't I didn't pre-order it. So interestingly, um, I saw it on Steam, and yeah. I kept on seeing it on Steam because sometimes I go on Steam just to see what games are there, and then. I remember I was buying um, City Skylines and um, I was like, I think it was to Ed, I'm, I'm not sure. I was like, you know what? I'm almost at the price, yeah, yeah Cyberpunk, um, 2070, in terms of what I was buying, but I was like halfway there. And I was like, ah, should, does it make sense to then find the difference to buy Cyberpunk 2070? Um, uh, because it's quote unquote, a better game according to other people. I'm trying to <laughs> emphasize that in my view, City Skylines is a really great game. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I'm glad I didn't like yeah. decide to do that uh, because yeah, I, I I would have definitely, yeah, uh, I would not have forgiven myself to Brad Gufaro. You knew this game, City Skylines, you've played it before, you enjoy it, you decide to go and buy a game Yes, granted pleasure. And then you decide to go up and buy a game you've never played before. How does it make sense? Um, but yeah, looking forward to playing City Skylines tonight. Um, Friday game night. <laughs> I'm looking forward Look to you, man. Apex, man. 
Ish, it's been so a while since <laughs> when they process that. Oh yeah, that'll be lit. That'll be that'll be unplanned funds right there that you're just getting. <laughs> I don't know what 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 games we're gonna get next, but yeah, in terms of content schedule, we're having to change everything up and <laughs> yeah, I'm probably most likely gonna be lapping some stuff. I'll see. Most likely. Grid? Yes, it's grid. Yeah. Grid autosport. So I, I was actually thinking of getting the latest grid. Uh but it's well the last time I checked, yeah, it was still too expensive. So I'm like, yeah. I'll wait for it to drop. I haven't checked it yet, but yeah, uh, it's. I think it's gonna be a cool one that one. Most probably just gonna just going to want to jump in because probably it's gonna have a bunch of new cars and a bunch of new tracks. But yeah, but then again, I'm also debating because like recently I've been watching Formula One a lot, and I'm like, ah, why don't I just get the game as well? Because it's lit. That's, that's so what I might get next in two <laughs> Yeah, and it's and it's crazy because like in this in this, like um there's this community like of Zim One, sorry, of Formula One fans in Zim. And uh, and there's one there's a guy there, he has a PS4, I think. So he bought the Formula One 2020 game, he, he created a Zim team, and it looks like he's having a blast, man. I, I'm just envying him. Just seeing him throw some screenshots, guys. I got a new sponsor and whatnot. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. All the best to you. We'll see. Oh yes, thank you, thank you. So yes, we're not seeing any. Yeah, go on. Rafa and I seem to be talking at the same time. I think there's a glitch <laughs> in the matrix. We need to we need to reboot the matrix. Yeah, it's a cyberpunk. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Rafara screwed up the code for this one. Um, so are you going to be like, um, like, like what genres is Babyboy Gaming going to be going into? Are you just going to be scattergun throughout or are you just going to be, you know, picking specific genres at a time? Or... Uh, so right now we're really trying to test out to feel, to feel out what the audience likes. But really, it's, it's mostly, we play a lot of different things. So it's really recording all of these experiences and then in broadcasting games. What we want to do is walk through. But at the end of the day, if, if audiences respond more to a certain type of content, we'll probably lean towards that. All right. So can we expect stuff like uh, actual game reviews, news, chat about, you know, um, you know, things like that? Because some of us like to hear people talk as much as we like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so so I was talking to Rafaro the other day. He asked he did mention I wanna I want stuff with commentary and whatnot. So the thing with commentary is usually um it, it depends on where you're from and where your accent and, and what your accent is like. But we are gonna do uh, a series with with commentary soon, but that will be a mobile game, it'll be football manager uh mobile 2021. So weirdly enough, I tried to buy it a few days ago, and then I was a dollar short on my card. So when I found, <laughs> <it, laughs> literally a dollar short, literally a dollar short. Oh <laughs> so my! I my card, uh, I'll get that, and, and I think that's the first 
walk through will do, but it won't be it won't be a review. It will be like a series where we have like episodes, but I'll be doing commentary as I play. Uh, I dope. Yeah. Okay. Um. Cool. Um. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to to the commentary content. Um. But yeah, this this is it as far um, as I'm concerned with Cyberpunk 2020. I don't know if you guys had other things you wanted us to just ramble on about. Because yeah, you know, some of us can talk. It's actually funny. I'm starting to think um, the podcast is a coping mechanism for me because, um, as some of you know, I'm kind of on a voice note um, abstinence because I send really long voice notes. But then here I am getting an outlet. You know, it's like you don't get the real thing. Um, but this is like as close as you can get. Um, but yeah, side note. <laughs> get get your outlet, man. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. Also, thanks for having me, guys. I don't know if there's anything else. Thanks for having me. Oh, I guess... oh yeah, it was late. You guys are like competing to speak over each other, <laughs> and then I go quiet. My <laughs> chance to speak, and no one wants to speak now. Okay, like I said, a glitch in the matrix. You know, Rufaro messed up the code, so everybody's <laughs> just jumping in at the same time. Ah, all right. Um, so cool, then, guys. Uh, we'll chat again. Uh, and next time. Thanks for coming, Fry. Uh, thanks for having me. And thank uh, you to everyone for listening. To, to everyone listening. You guys are not yes, yes. Oh, Merry Christmas and all that. And come. Yes. Sure. But <laughs> did you want to release this after Christmas? Gamers what? live in their own world. Yeah, no, no, yeah. it's 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 coming out before Christmas. Uh, Merry <laughs> Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays um, to everyone. Uh, spread the love um, this holiday. Just send the word Merry to 0717-684-274 and you can buy personalized airtime for your loved ones. So the word is Merry to 0717-684-274. Happy holidays. Yeah. And that's why everybody is people like me who don't like Christmas as well. You know, send send airtime to those who love. How do you not like Christmas? Wow, Christmas sucks, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get into this the whole conversation another day. Yeah, that, that needs to be a separate podcast where we try to convince each other about the pros and cons of Christmas. I guess many cons, no pros. <laughs> okay, bye. 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 Peace. bye.